This is season four of Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast, where I talk about life after divorce with a playful perspective. Are you ready to turn the D in divorce into daring discoveries, decadent delights, and delectable desires? Then don't delay. Join me for today's episode. It's time to indulge in your delicious new life after divorce. Today is an extra special podcast Wednesday because it is the 100th episode of Sadie's Divorced and Happy. I know I'm so excited to be hanging out with you today and I I wanted to make it extra special. So we're going to play a game. I know I made it up. It's called The New I Do. Sounds fun, right? It's all about the new commitments that we're making to ourselves after divorce So there's going to be a lot of toasting, and with toasting, you need a drink. So get your drink. Maybe it's your coffee. Are you drinking one of those fancy Nancy pumpkin spice lattes? Or maybe you have your energy drink. I have a very watered-down margarita. I mean, it is the 100th episode, okay? So get your drink. And two of my favorite out-of-the-box spicy pals are going to join us, Juanetta Beasley and Marcus White. They're actually returning guests. You're going to love them. They're hilarious. And it's always more fun when you have more friends to drink with. Also, if that isn't enough, I know. I, actually, Mike and I have a big announcement. And if you've been following us on social media this week, you'll have seen that we've been looking very spiffy, very formal, almost like we're getting hitched. Are Mike and I getting hitched? Well, you're going to have to listen to the episode for that big announcement. (laughs) You never know. So get ready to raise your glass today and say a new I do. But first, let's begin this 100th episode with two spicy facts. Two spicy facts. Two spicy facts from two of my favorite uh, Life After Divorce friends. Thank you so much, Juanetta. And Marcus, for playing along today in this creative game that I have labeled the new I do after divorce. Do you have your drink of choice over there? Yes, I do. What do you have, Marcus? I have uh, a triple espresso. (laughs) Oh, that would not be good for me. I don't know, Juanetta, if you can drink espresso like that. But that would—I'm happy that's your drink of choice, Marcus. I would—I wouldn't sleep for about a week. It's a good for a couple hours. How about you, one yet? What are you what are you indulging in over there? I have a good thirty year Taylor Port wine that I'm sipping off of. Oh my, lovely! We're gonna have so much fun. I hope you listener that you have a drink. But before we play this fun new game called the New I Do After Divorce, I want you to share your spicy facts. So, ladies first, Juanetta, what is yours? I am a Facebook co-administrator for a group of 6,000 women. And doing that, I have so much respect for men because it's like having 6,000 wives and you can't please them all ever. (laughs) (laughs) What's the group about? So the group is for, it's an affinity-based group for women in the state I'm in. And we just bring women together to give back to the community or to network and have brunch because we like having brunch. And you're in Raleigh. I'm in Raleigh. It's a city I've never been to, but maybe someday. Oh, have to add it to the someday, list. Juanetta. Absolutely. Okay, Marcus, what is yours? Um, my spicy fact, I'm not sure if it's spicy, but uh, I run a spike club here in the Washington, D.C. area for the last five years. Um, a fight club. I- 
Yes, That's Fight Club. Cool. I've been a, uh, doing jujitsu for about 13 years all over the world. And uh, some guys uh, wanted to come around the house late at night on Friday nights once they get in. And we started drinking and smoking and joking. Before we knew it, we were all fighting. I have Matt's here, so we started a Fight Club. And I'd look at it as if you can get over being around your best friends, listening to them tell their problems, and then trying to choke the hell out of them and still make it a good night. I feel like nothing else becomes difficult after that point. Nobody's Nobody else is going to try to choke you at the mall or at the cash cashier. So uh, I look at it like, let's make our hardest parts of our lives fun. I love that originality. I, you know, I've never considered having a fight club with my friends, but yeah. I don't know if I'd quite go with choking my friends or anything like that. But, you know... <laughs> It leads to a lot of uh, imagination. <laughs> yes, men, men and women show up. I don't know, Marcus, <laughs> what we ladies would do one yet. I don't know if we'd quite no. do that. But. Well, you know how I roll, Sadie. I'm I down do. for a good choke. Yeah, I know. I know. I like the bedroom. I don't know if I want it with my girlfriends clubs. in my living room after we've, you know, talked about what what our kids are doing in school. But you never know. No, you never. It's always divorce something. Brings, it's life fun. after divorce brings a lot of new adventures. So you got it. You got it. <laughs> Another thing that, uh, for me at least, that divorce has given me is making some new promises to myself, you know, saying a new I do to me. And we're Mm going to talk about that today. And how we're going to do that in a creative way is I have five different topics, which I've shared with you both already. They're they're new to the listener, but you've had a little bit of prep. And so we're going to each share what our new I do is around that specific topic. And say, for example, uh, Juanetta shares hers, and Marcus, you and I do that too, then we're going to raise a glass and say, I do too, and then we're going to drink. And so, listener, we want you to play along because that makes it more fun, and you can drink anything you want to. Here we go. All right, the first topic around the new I do is time. So, Juanetta, what is your new I do around time after divorce? My new I do around time is that I am the owner of my time. And because I'm the owner of my time, people have to earn access to me through their consistency over time. Ooh, I'm feeling that. I do. I'm raising a glass. I do. Yeah, yeah Marcus. I do. Okay, yeah. we're going to have a little drink to that. Nice. Good. Thank you, Anietta. Okay, how about you, Marcus? What is your new I do around time? Uh, when it comes to time, I only do people who do. I do not like people who try. Trying has oh. built in it a component of failure. And when I'm around people who tell me that they're trying to do something, I already know that they're going to be okay with failing and they're going to want somebody to pat them on the back. And that's okay. But my job or for me at this time, what I do is to find myself around people who are doing. And, uh, and that's as well as putting that time into myself. Because I do. I do not try. And um, yeah, that's what I do now. Fascinating. So I I have to deep dive in that for a little bit. So when you were married, is that something that happened during your marriage where where someone would say, I'm trying and that frustrated? Like, where did that come from? Um, Well, actually, uh, it was when I was living in Guatemala and I was working, helping some guys out in construction. And somebody was asking me, I I was asking someone else, how do you say? Hey, I'm trying to do something. And the guy couldn't understand me. I didn't know English, uh, Spanish that well. And then he made the comment later. He says, you Americans, you guys always try. It's either you do or you don't. And I remember thinking, did that come from a 
a Star Wars movie or something, but he was right about Ooh. either you do something or you don't. You're not trying. And I started I, to yeah, understand that. that when I learned Spanish and when I got home with my kids, they were saying, well, I'm trying to. I'm like, you know what? You're okay with just getting by with at least I tried. So I don't want to live life with saying at least I tried. I want to go and do it. If I fail, mm. I'm okay with that because I'll learn a lesson from it. I either win or I learn, but I am going to go and do it. I don't go and try to sell. I sell. And if I my ship capsizes, I was sailing. And I felt bad, <laughs> but I didn't try. <laughs> I, was like, I just look at it, just trying to uh, put it in your mind or in your pathway very early on about what you're trying to accomplish. Okay. Wow. I'm going to file oh that away. I, I can't yet drink to that, but I'm going to file that away. Juanita, how about you? I, I'm adopting it as a 413 Easter <laughs> family time. <laughs> <laughs> I love Very it. Good. Okay, for me with time, I no longer give my time in, in relationships that aren't reciprocal, meaning mm. I'm not going to invest into people who don't give something back. I'm great at giving and divorce taught me that I got to get better at receiving. So yeah. I now only really invest into re reciprocal relationships. That's my new I do Ooh. around time. Now I do that. It's about yeah. compatibility for me. Yes. Yeah. You got a drink? You got a drink. Okay. The next new I do topic is stress. How do you do stress differently or handle stress differently than when you were married? For me past divorce, my new I do with stress is I'm down with healthy stress. Any goals that I want to accomplish, projects I want to achieve, that's the stress I'm down for. Anybody else disturbing my peace or adding stress to my life is a no. <laughs> You're peace. gorgeous. You the peace peace. Side. I love the power no. in that. You're like, peace. no, I love that. I love that. Okay, I'm raising a glass to that. I do. I do too. Yep. I do. Yeah. Cheers. I love it. How about you, Marcus? Well, I take on whatever I want to take on because I no longer have the, the, the weight of children and a wife or other opinions. It's just me and my snoring dog. Um, that 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 put also I mean stress or things that I put on myself because I know with heavier weights I become stronger. Stress is okay if it's if it's calculated to help you get to a further point, but just taking it on just for the sake of saying, well, I'm, that's my friend and I've got no, absolutely not. So I calculate my stress and I take on those that help me to grow, such as my fighting or my negotiating the elements when I sell or dating. Uh, so the, uh, Which we're going to get to in a minute. So what I'm hearing is your new I do around stress is that you're much more mindful about what type of stress you take on. That's exactly right. It seems similar Only to what Juanita said just in your own words. Yeah. Like a similar you got theme. It. Okay, yep. I'm going to drink to that then. Oh, I do too. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I do too. <laughs> okay. My new I do around stress is I... I'm so good at creating stress for myself because I like to do a lot of things. I like to do a lot of things. I like to have a lot of different experiences. And one thing that I also did a lot of when I was married was I just took myself very seriously. So one new layer for me around stress is that I choose to have more fun and, and levity and silliness and lightness in my life to manage stress in a way that I didn't oh. when I was married. So I love to listen to a lot of comedy. I love to be oh. playful with my podcast, clearly. I love to be around people who can laugh at themselves and don't take themselves as seriously. So for me, how I do stress differently is I find a lot more humor 
and levity now in my life. I like it. Yeah. I like that. You know, I'm going to drink. I do as well, Sadie. I'm going to drink to that. <laughs> I'm just going to drink to you. <laughs> well, thank you. Cheers to all of us and how we handle stress differently. Of course, one of my favorite topics, happiness. What is your new I do for yourself around happiness now that you're living this new life? Oh, my goodness. Happiness is that I am the author of my own happiness. I no longer look for that outside of myself. I curate that for me. And so there's a quote, I'm not going to say it as eloquently as this person on YouTube said it, but they essentially said, why would you, you know, if someone were to tell you that they were drinking poison, Mm. you would tell them to stop. But we do that to ourselves every day by the thoughts that we have or the things that we try to convince ourselves to believe, but we can change our thought and stop drinking poison. Or the company we keep, we can change that company. Absolutely. Peace. Peace, girl. Yes, I love it. I uh, absolutely toast and cheer to that. Thank you for that reminder of that we are the curator of our own happiness. Hear, hear. Yes. Espresso is going down over there in D.C. Marcus is, yes. All right, Marcus, how about you? What is your new I do, I do around happiness? Um, For handling happiness, I do asshole better, meaning that I am a bigger asshole. Um, and I say that in regards to that I don't really think I'm an asshole. But when people says, hey, I'm moving this weekend. Can you help? No. No. Uh, hey, I got something going on. Could you do this? No, because my happiness is my priority now. I no longer have to run to do all the things that used to make everybody else happy, make, thinking that it would eventually make me happy. No, it's just going to make me die seven years early. So now I have to be the person who says, hey, you're a real asshole. I'm like, I know, because I'm making myself happy. I'm dating myself first. And once I'm happy, then maybe somebody else will want to hang out with me. Or, But I'm really not that concerned because I'm an asshole. <laughs> and I'm okay with just living with myself and being happy with myself. And then I do want my dog to be happy. But other than that, that's how I deal with happiness, is making myself a priority. And, uh, and that sometimes tick some people off because they don't understand it, but I'm okay with being a better asshole. I think that's a t-shirt ready to be made. I'm an asshole. Right. I like that. I agree. Life after divorce asshole. That's fun. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, I think it is Bye-bye. learning that, <laughs> learning that you it. can put yourself first and you don't even have to be an asshole. By doing that, but it's kind of fun to say. If, yeah, I don't think a person is an asshole for doing that, but I've heard it so many times. I'm like, oh, that's being an asshole. I'm like, oh, well, then okay. I'm Lady, all right with that. Then. If that's, mm-hmm. Yeah, if, you, if that's what being an asshole is, I'll wear the title and I'm okay. Right. With it. A t-shirt, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely a t-shirt. I haven't necessarily, <laughs> necessarily heard the word asshole. What I've heard is that, uh, or the label of selfish. Right. And it's like, oh, you're being selfish. And it's like, that's what I'm supposed to be. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can't you this world by myself. myself. Right? Yeah. I'm going to go by myself. <laughs> yep. The freedom to be an asshole after divorce. Let's all raise a glass to that. Okay. Yes. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Clink. Okay. For me, I think I focus on the small wins. That's how I generate happiness on a daily basis. Because it's so easy to get caught up in the big picture or the big goal. Or thinking you should be someplace in life. You know, after divorce, something some things can change for you. Where you live can change. Your your income can change. And so for me, when those things change for me, I found happiness by 
focusing on the small wins. Like my my 2009 Subaru is still working. All right, cheers to that. I'll drink to that. Yes. Or yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drive that car until the into the ground, my friends. I love it. Forget about Good. it. Um, <laughs> or you know, I can find happiness in a great session. I'm a photographer, so just as you know, a fun session with a client or ending the day with my kids playing a silly game. You know, we love to play charades because we're kind of weird like that in my family. We play charades. We're like, you know, old school. So just those simple things, those simple things to me bring such happiness. Right. Cheers, Cheers to that. Cheers yeah. to that, to the small wins. Okay, here's here's one the listener's been waiting for. What is your new I do around dating? Okay, I think we each could say at least two in this category. Two, if you want to, you don't have to. I know I could say a couple new I do's around dating since uh, my divorce. One yet, your smile is just so inviting. I have to <laughs> have to ask you, what are your new vows around that, my friend? My new vows. <laughs> Stop, Sadie. <laughs> my new vows around dating is that I do me. So I no longer do societal expectations or family expectations or religious expectations. I am dating without any expectations. And it has been such a glorious experience with multiple surprises because there have been no expectations. You know, what we've been taught, well, it's been three months, so what are we doing? Well, it's been six months, so what are we doing? (laughs) None of that. And all of these things are coming naturally. And it's like, oh my God, this is how it should have been. How, okay, I have to ask, and I completely connect with that and resonate, but I have curiosity, how long did it take you to really get to that place where you were able to really cast out those expectations? Those expectations right, are it's so, so ingrained, ingrained in us. At least we ladies. Maybe, Marcus, you have a different experience as a man. but Yes, absolutely. For us ladies, and especially, I'll add a layer to that, not discounting any other region, but being raised in the South, you know, in the Bible Belt. Oh, like it's like, <laughs> So for, for me, it had taken my second marriage because I clearly said, and I think God has a sense of humor because I said the first time around, Oh, I only said yes because I was out of state without the support of family and friends. Well, guess what? The second time around, I was in the same state with the support of family and friends, and I still did not feel empowered to say no. And that was my wake up call to say, wait a minute, I got to I got to make these decisions for myself around romance, around romance. Yes, because well, nobody holding my hand when I was crying in the pillow. Right. So I was like, look, I got to make these decisions for me. What do I want to do? Who do I want to date? What do I want to want it to look like? Just there's so many fun layers. I just <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my glass to that because I think yes, dating after divorce has been so freeing to do really a, a new thing and to date differently. So cheers to that and how that's led to your happiness and so much more. Oh. Right? Wink, Ooh. wink, wink, yes. wink. Okay. Marcus, how about you? What is your new I do around dating after divorce? I do date me. That's we got that. We I have date. that theme today. I like that. You, yeah, yes. First and, foremost, that. first and foremost, I don't look at a relationship as a uh, anything other more than a partnership, meaning two people who want to work together, but they're individuals and they're complete on their own. So I need to date myself and find that union and whether my the guy who likes to help out old, little old ladies 
who's a guy who also likes to beat the hell out of his friends. So, <laughs> and and marriage those two people that live inside of me. Sure. And making that my priority. So I date myself first, and uh, because I'm I'm not a good person to be with anybody if I don't like hanging out with me and if I'm not happy with what I'm doing in my life. So my I do is I do date myself, and I do not date people who are not open-minded enough to understand that you don't have to be in a relationship to be happy or to be or to have that person bring you happiness that comes from knowing who you are and being okay with you and dating yourself and being okay with that person that you date yeah i love all of that look at Vanietta. we're just cheering over here for for all that good good news about how you can see dating differently so how do you like to date yourself marcus um, I make, like I said, I make myself a priority, whether it's my time to sleep, whether it's my one o'clock in the morning on a Friday night that I make myself available to fight and drink with with, with women and men that come show up at my place from all around. Bonita, I think we need um, to have a road trip to D.C. and just be. I'm right. down. Right? I am so <laughs> down for like this. Just a real fascinating <laughs> exchange. OK, I think Juanita yeah, would kick it. everybody's ass in that room. But anyway, that's just my opinion. <laughs> right. I'm not going to I'm not messing with you, my friend. Boom. I'm a little scared of Onyetta. She's looking good. Okay. So, Marcus, you date yourself. I love it. Yeah. I, again, I have a theme again because, I again, I just took myself so seriously. You might not think that of me, the, the Sadie that you know. But I took dating so seriously in my 20s because I had to have this outcome. Kind of like what you're talking about, Onyetta. It's like we can only date if there's this outcome. And now I'm like, what outcome besides having fun? <laughs> <laughs> having fun in a respectful way of course and that's about it that's really you know connection obviously i want to have meaningful connection but i mean if we can't have fun when we're dating i just don't see the point what is the yeah. point i'm not looking to marry you if we can't have some laughs and not take ourselves so seriously, especially in the bedroom. I cannot i don't what's the point of this which personally why i absolutely say i do to dating younger men. They're just fun. They're a lot of fun. I've said it. I just hung out with one for a weekend. We had a lot of fun. So that is one of my new ideas after divorce is having more fun and dating, which, you know, hey, the younger men, they do that for me. They do. They're fun. <laughs> they don't take themselves as seriously. They're not looking for me to be like this perfect human and like check a million boxes. Like I feel our generation is so conditioned like, oh, this perfect person doesn't check every box they are not worthy of your time totally disagree with that <laughs> you are my shiro i appreciate <laughs> you <laughs> i mean let's just raise come on we, to the millennial men and i don't know what that is for you marcus but i'm just gonna say i'm gonna cheer like cheers to young oh, I'm, cheers to, cheers. Right. I'm a cheers to you <laughs> yeah Okay, now we're getting we've we've set we've uh, set the stage for this next one. We've been waiting for it. Sex, you know, is going to ask it. How Ooh. is sex? What is your new idea around sex after marriage? Oh, that you're actually going to have it. I'm sorry, I had to say that. I wasn't having a lot of sex in my marriage. Just putting it out there. That changed pretty quickly after my divorce. So that was my one of my new vows. I have I have several. How about you? Let's go Marcus first because I know Vanetta's is going to be really good. Okay, Marcus, <laughs> what you got for us? Um, What's your new I do around sex after divorce? I do not close doors, and that could be in a proverbial or literal sense. And that I'm spontaneous, and I don't turn my nose up into 
to whatever kink or whatever there may be out there. I've found my. I actually went to an open house kink night here in D.C. and uh, I've I been found to myself, some of those in your city. They're fun. Oh They're yeah, fun. They, and, but you not only that. Town. That much I've learned since D- DC got a lot of kinky people, got a lot of kinky men there. One yet, <laughs> FYI, that's why we have to. Run I, I'm gonna say Marcus. Listen, I need the info. <laughs> Right. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I can say the name of one well, of the we clubs. Can share yeah, later. Yeah. offline. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah, but it's uh, but, but they have listener, an open house. If you want some kinky fun, go to DC. It's just a fact. It was well. It was interesting that I found myself staring at things and and being aroused by things. I was thinking, well, I never even knew that you could do that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm you know I'm looking at the person I'm with. I'm like, you're looking at this too. Why didn't we talk about this at coffee the first time? <laughs> So I don't um, want to be with anybody that thinks that there's some some official way of, of having sex or mm. that this is the right way. I'm like, hey, let's be open-minded and let's try things and uh, let's not close the door on anything. So I'm, uh, I do go into everything with an open mind and thinking as long as no one is hurt and everybody's in agreement, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> go for it. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? So, <laughs> I know I can easily raise a glass to that. I do too. I do too. Listen, I do times 10. <laughs> okay, Juanita, I want to hear it, my friend. <laughs> I think I, I have an idea I... that Marcus doesn't, you know, know you as well as I do. So. <laughs> and the listener, we're all ears. What's your new idea around sex? Well, okay, so you mentioned, Sadie, that you prefer younger men. I prefer men who are healthy enough to have a very short refractory period because (laughs) no matter what their age are, because, you know, people have the assumption that men of our age are not able to. And there's some men that can come and get it back up. Sorry, listeners, but I keep it real. Uh, So (laughs) I said, and I literally had this conversation with one of the women in the group. She and I are going to get together Tuesday night to, she needs a venting session. But I said to her, I said, in my 40s, I'm a woman in my 40s, and I say that with pride. But I heard someone tell me this when I was in my 20s, and she was a woman in her 40s, and I scoffed at her because I thought, she's only saying that because she's in her 40s, and she doesn't feel good about it. But now that I am a woman in my 40s, oh my God, what that woman said is so true. I feel like the stereotyped teenage boy I swear I could do it probably all, all day, every other hour. Like, hell, I want to get it on now. <laughs> Thank God date night is in about two hours. But I'm like, my goodness. <laughs> like, it's just nonstop, ready to go. The it, it's, it's crazy. And I love life here. I love it here. All of the, the like Marcus was sharing about the things that were considered taboo, I I do taboo. If you if you like it, I love it. I will try it at least <laughs> once. <laughs> I do taboo. That's another t-shirt. We I do taboo. Yeah. I'm an asshole and I do taboo. I mean, hashtags. Yes. That's what the this episode will have those hashtags. <laughs> I'm raising a glass yeah. to all of that. I do taboo. Yeah. Yes. Yum, yum, yum. Cheers. Yum. Printing, but, uh, <laughs> I love all of that. Okay. I'm going to mix it up. I do all of those things. I love my kink. I love being out of the box. Did something just again a couple days ago. I'm like, am I really doing this? I am really doing this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and 
anyway, so I will say, though, something that I also do a lot of that I did not do when I was married is I enjoy some sexy fun time with myself. Yes, yes, yes. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I have learned things about my body that I did not know before divorce. And I'm so happy that I now know those things Mm. because they bring me so much pleasure. So I do to solo play like I did not before divorce. So cheers to getting, cheers to that. You can have some sexy time with yourself. You can have a lot of fun with yourself. So absolutely. I woke up at 2.30 a.m. just to make myself come. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That is right around that time. I know. We're like, okay, what are we going to do after this episode? Mm, It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Okay. Well, now (laughs) I want to introduce to my two good friends here and to you as well, listener, something that I have been doing for the last few months, which is creating a dating profile quiz because as we know dating can can um be a little annoying or frustrating or uh not not really exciting and for me I love being creative when I'm getting to know someone so I in the past have created get to know you games with people that I've dated and they've been big hits and it leads to always great conversation so I decided this summer I was going to create something that others could enjoy on their first date or by themselves, just like solo play. Why not? Right? So this quiz is called, it's a dating profile quiz and it's called vanilla strawberry sprinkles. Okay. And you can do have a one scoop experience. Like I just said by yourself, or you can have a two scoop experience, which is with a partner. So that's what we're going to do for just a few minutes together. Because I know I know you've never met, and I'm not trying to like uh, set you up, Juanetta and Marcus, but you would make a really cute couple. Just filing that away, you know. Okay. <laughs> so you are going to be my cute couple today, and we're going to play this quiz just for a few minutes. Are you open to that? I am open to that. Okay, okay. So there are three categories, and the vanilla questions are kind of those you know basic dating preferences that we all want to know about someone when we're getting to know them. And then the strawberry questions, they go a little bit deeper around values and ethics. And then the sprinkle questions are the ooh-la-la. They're the ooh-la-la around intimacy and sensual tastes. So which category would you like? Sprinkles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's go sprinkles. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Sprinkles for 500, Alex. Right. Okay. Okay. So, and they're all multiple choices. So the way that this quiz is designed is that you could be on a date and each using your, your phone and taking the quiz and you can share your answers or you don't have to, but you can do it simultaneously. Okay. All right. Here's one question and you're going to have some options. Okay. Here we go. Here's the question. So I suggest things get more edgy in the bedroom. What does that mean to you? A- Time to pick a safe word. B, someone's going to get tied up. C, (laughs) we'll do it with the lights on. Or D, someone's going to be in costume. Okay, so safe word, getting tied up. We're going to do it with the lights on or someone's going to be in costume. What would be your answer? Tied up. Tied up. Tie me up, Dad. Come on. Okay, Marcus, how about you? Safe word. Safe word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I love it. The ooh la la. Okay. We're going to do one uh, vanilla or strawberry. So just pick one of those categories. We won't do both. Vanilla. Oh, vanilla to go with those sprinkles. Why not? A little bit of balance. Okay. When it comes to keeping where I live clean and tidy, A, you can eat off my kitchen floor. B, I hire someone to do that. C, when I can smell the trash, out it goes. Or D, dust bunnies, they're going to be under the bed. What would you pick, Juanetta? Well, I got to add the layers. So one, raised in a family with a father who was in the military for 23 years. Oh, wow. South. And I'm a black woman. You can eat off my floor. That's A. <laughs> I'm impressed. I raise my glass to that. I do I do not uh, care about my floor, but I commend you for yours. <laughs> so you would say, okay, A, you can eat off the kitchen floor. Marcus, how about you? Um, I'm with one well, I'm I'm, uh, I'm a former Marine. You can eat off that floor. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you feeling? I mean, come on. Look at you too. Okay, I'm just gonna let it go. But I feel I feel like I found a moment here. <laughs> I don't know if it was the quiz or what, but see, that's kind of cool, right? Because you'd be on this date, and you would have learned some interesting things about your about each other, and just two simple questions. Right, but also that's I look at that eating off the floor is everything. Not just my, it's, let's take it as far as you want, as far as being able to eat off that floor. Mm, That's why I take the same (laughs) (laughs) one. I need more of my watered down margarita after you said that. (laughs) Yeah, just taking a big drink too. Okay, that was fun. Well, thank you for playing that. uh, Did I mention I'm date night after this? Yes. (laughs) So vanilla, strawberry sprinkles. You can learn more about this dating profile quiz on my website. And I'll have more information in the show notes. But I am hoping that leads to a lot of fun conversation on dates, just like we had today. So thank you, my friends, my fun, creative, bold, delicious friends for being part of this playful episode where we have now officially created a a new drinking game for those of us who have been divorced (laughs) called The New I Do. I'm feeling it. I'm going to absolutely do it again with other friends. And I hope you do the same. Thank you again for being part of the fun. Thank Thank you. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. I don't know about you, but I think, I really do think those two should be dating. They are such a match. Oh my God, the whole, you can eat off my floor. That was, first of all, that was pretty hot because you can, you cannot eat off my floor. Okay. I'm just going to say it, owning it. Thank you, Marcus and Juanetta. You two are a hoot. You're lovely. That was inspiring and a little naughty. That was fun. Okay. It is now time for this big announcement. We've been teasing you all week. All right, Mike and I, we're not getting hitched. Come on now. This isn't a Jim Henson production. But my team and I did create this dating flavor profile quiz for you. Vanilla strawberry sprinkles. Mm, You're going to love the sprinkles. And it's almost ready. We are just tweaking some of the very scrumptious layers because we want it to be so fun for you. But you can learn more about it on my website, divorcedandhappy.net. So treat yourself and visit my homepage today and learn more about this quiz. It's going to make your fall a lot more fun with dating, I promise. It is now time for a burning question. This season on the podcast, you are actually asking me the burning questions and I have been having so much fun getting your questions. So today's question is from Samantha from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Here is her question. 
Hi, Sadie. This is Samantha. And I have a burning question for you. For those of us that are not into the swipe online dating, this is like a real deal. If you see an attractive man that you would like to connect with and like you catch eyes, then what do you do? Samantha, look at you shooting your shot over there in Grand Rapids. It's actually, you know, it's kind of fun shooting your shot. What the heck, right? You're divorced. Try it. Uh, My advice, though, around shooting your shot. So first of all, it really depends on what the setting is. So if you are in the grocery store, for example, I'd say walk up to the guy, see what's in his cart and comment, you know, like, oh, you know, do you like that type of sauce? I've been wink, wink. I've been wanting to taste that sauce for a while now. I know you can be playful. Or if you're in the ice cream section, you can ask him if he likes sprinkles on his vanilla ice cream. I dare you. Try it, Samantha. Uh, But in all seriousness, you just find something that you can connect on that is right in front of you. So say you're at an event. Uh, I just photographed a silent auction. So if I would have been uh, at that silent auction as a guest and I saw a guy across the Across the way, I would have walked up and asked him, hey, have you been to this event before? Are you having fun? What brought you here? You know, you you can focus on the setting and use the setting as conversation. That would be my advice. And I say, take the chance because I have a feeling that you are going to flatter this guy. He is going to be like, wow, this woman came up to me. You know, guys have to come up to us all the time. And they're going to be so relieved that you did that. So right there, you're going to be getting some points. And you're going to know pretty quickly if he's interested. He's going to engage. He's going to, you know, smile, flirt a little bit. If he's not, you're also going to know pretty quickly. And then you can just move along your way and go to the ice cream section, you know, get your favorite flavor. Mm. I know, shooting your shot after divorce it's an adventure, but it's fun. It's, you know, meeting people in real life is a lot more refreshing than swiping all the time. Ugh. That question, and thank you, Samantha, by the way, I'm going to send you a little something, something in the mail. It actually inspired the clue for next week's episode. And here is the clue. Cuffing season. I know. Ah. It's almost as fun as gray sweatpants season. They're both really great. So next week's episode, it's going to be a little bit of cuffing season fun in there. Use your imagination. And of course, follow along on social media because Mike and I, we're going to be giving you some fantastic clues to help you know what the episode is about. Now, I want to raise my glass to you. I have a little bit left here of my watered down margarita. And I want to say, keep doing things that give you a boost, that give you inspiration, that give you some levity. Keep doing all of those things. Keep surrounding yourself with people that support you, that encourage you, and keep being so kind to yourself while you're on this new road, this creating this new life after divorce. Mike and I send hugs and love, and we're going to see you next week on a new episode of Sadie's Divorced and Happy. We'll see you then. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and be sure to treat yourself by subscribing to the podcast. If today's show gave you a boost, consider giving us some love with a five-star rating and an enticing review. Interact with Mike and me all season long on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Pinterest at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Looking for an affordable and effective way to market your services and products? Consider sponsoring the podcast. Email contact at divorcedandhappy.net to learn more about our sponsorship opportunities. Join us next Wednesday for more delicious life after divorce fun.